This is the No Pain, No Gain Wrestling Podcast. What you gonna do when Hulkamania runs wild on you? Oh yeah! No Pain, No Gain Wrestling Podcast with Jordan Payne begins in 3, 2, 1. Hey guys, this is Jordan Payne with No Pain, No Gain Wrestling Podcast. Um, this and um I'm here with Miranda. How are you doing? Hi, Jordan. I'm good. How are you? Good. So let's get into some questions. Sure. Um, so my first question is, how did you get into the wrestling business? Yeah, um, that's a that's a really good question. Uh, I get that often. <laughs> um, I actually started by being a fan. Um, I grew up watching WWF at the time in the Attitude Era and the Monday Night Wars. Um, I was uh, a kid at the time, so I really loved watching both WCW and WWF. Um, I was a big fan of the drama behind it, the storylines, um, and of course the wrestling. So that carried me through into adulthood. And um, actually an opportunity came up when I was living in Albuquerque, New Mexico several years ago to work with a promotion there called Destiny Wrestling Organization. They were looking for people to help out backstage for interviewers, announcers, things like that. And so uh, I met with some of them at a local Comic-Con and they encouraged me to reach out. Um, and so I, I met with them again and they asked me if I'd be willing to do some backstage interviewing with them. Um, this was back in, in uh about 2017. So starting off that year, I was doing backstage interviewing with Destiny Wrestling um, out of Albuquerque. Uh, and a few months later, they asked me if I'd be interested in transitioning into a ring announcer. So that was, uh, you know, it, it was different than being an interviewer. You know, um, as an interviewer, yeah. you have takes. You know, if you mess up, you could take you have another take. Um, yeah. It's usually just you're one on one with the the wrestler or the people backstage. And when you're a ring announcer, it's a whole different scenario. Um, you're in front of a lot of people. You usually only have one take. Um, so, uh, but it was a challenge I really wanted to to take. And I wasn't really quite sure what I really wanted to do when I first started in wrestling. I just was fascinated being behind the scenes and and looking at wrestling from a different perspective than than when I was a fan being a kid. That's awesome. That's awesome. Thank um, you. So um, what's the biggest crowd that you have announced in front of? That's also a good question because that just recently happened. Um, I was in Las Vegas, Nevada, announcing for Future Stars of Wrestling, FSW. They had one of their biggest shows of the year, Mecca. Um, this was Mecca 6. Um, and there was several hundred people um, in, in the crowd. Yeah. I can imagine uh, two to 300 people um, from what I could see. Uh, it was the biggest crowd I had ever announced for. And to be honest, I was really nervous. Um, I think as ring announcers, we get so used to the audiences that we announce uh, on a on a regular basis. I announce primarily in Arizona now, um, so I'm so used to those audiences. This was my first time ever announcing in Las Vegas. So you have a new crowd, a bigger venue, a bigger event. 
Um, so it definitely was one that, um, that, that definitely got me nervous, uh, but it was awesome. I mean, the crowd was amazing. The show was awesome. Um, and it definitely motivates me to want to announce for bigger and bigger crowds. Yeah, that's, I love, I love to hear a, a good ring announcer. They have to have the best voice, you know? Yes. And, um, if you don't, if you don't got it, you don't got it. If you have it, you have it. Right. <laughs> that's, that's a good point. That's what makes me so nervous about announcing sometimes. I mean, there's so many amazing announcers. Of course, you have the the more world renowned. I mean, both in wrestling and MMA, you know, you have the buffers. Um, yeah. You have, you know, of course, for, for me, uh, Lillian Garcia is a huge influence. Melissa awesome. Santos is a huge influence. Justin Roberts. Um, is a huge influence and, and someone yeah. I've been fortunate to meet a few times in person. Um, and they are larger than life. Their voices, the personalities, the way that they carry themselves. So it really does put things in perspective and, and motivates me to want to, you know, uh, still be me, you know, still find who I am, um, but follow a lot of what they, they put forth in, in their own announcing. And like, it's, yeah. like you said, it is very much larger than life. Yeah. Uh, so, um, what, um, what would your goal be next to do? What would your next goal be for ring announcing? Ooh, you know, that's, I keep saying these are, these are all good questions. Um, you know, we're in a really interesting time now in professional wrestling. You know, I'm not sure when this will air, but you know, right now, um, a lot of promotions are not running because of the whole COVID-19 coronavirus situation. So I think it puts a lot of things um, on hold for all wrestlers, uh, companies, but also, you know, people in other roles, referees, announcers, interviewers, um, because it kind of feels like we're on a hold, we're on a freeze. And a lot of times um, are we just live, you know, weekend to weekend, always looking for the next opportunity for the next show. Um, and you just kind of take it from there. But now we really all have the time to think about, you know, what is next? What does this mean for all of us in our careers? Um, for me, I know I love announcing in Arizona. Um, I love the fans in Arizona. I love the promotions that I announce for here. Um, Rockstar Wrestling Alliance. Um uh, Elite Wrestling Entertainment, awesome. um, Cactus League, uh, and then also I've announced before for our Arizona Wrestling Federation, um, and I do interviewing with Impact Zone Wrestling. So I, I feel really fortunate that I already have a lot uh, of connections um, and a lot of promotions that I work for, but I want to keep on going. I want to expand that. Las Vegas was really the first time I've announced outside of New Mexico and Arizona. So that was a big deal for me. And I'd love to continue to announce in other states, um, in other promotions, uh, of course, in the West Coast, but beyond. So I really see that being um, my my next move is just to continue to announce with with other promotions, um, still working with the ones that I can work with, um, but just taking it outside uh, of the state. That's a big thing. I know that wrestlers are told a lot is, you know, go out there, wrestle in other promotions, wrestle in other places. Um, yeah. And I think the same is the, can be said for uh, announcers and people in other roles because it, it challenges you to be in front of new audiences, challenges you to learn new things, new styles, new people. Um, and I don't 
you know, it's as tough as it is to get out of your comfort zone, it's so well worth it. Like I said, announcing in Las Vegas was really nerve wracking for me. Um, not only was it a new promotion, but it was their biggest show of the year. Um, so it, I just put a lot of pressure on myself for that. But, um, you know, I'm glad I did it. Um, and even if that was the last time I do it there, I am so glad I had the opportunity to do it because um, it's, it's just something that in this profession in general, you always have to push yourself. You always have to get your, you know, be out of the box, but sometimes just be uncomfortable um, and learn from it. Yeah. You were saying about being, getting out of your comfort zone, uh, but um, I, yeah, I, I have, um, to try to do that because I'm a podcaster and uh, but I'm very I'm a very nervous person sometimes. Yeah. But I have to get out of my comfort zone. You're right about that. Yeah. No, it's it's a really it's hard to do. And yeah. even in podcasting, you know, um you're not in front of a whole crowd of people at no. the time, but there's a lot of pressure you can put on yourself to make sure you're producing great interviews and quality content because you want people out there to enjoy yourself and uh, themselves when they're listening. And I do that as well. And yeah. it's been an extension of, uh, on announcing as well and interviewing when you are doing podcasting, because you do have to plan around your topics and sometimes push yourself to talk about things that maybe you normally wouldn't, but it's a great way to do it. And it's so valuable now more than ever, because wrestling is such in a way it's a big community but a small community there's thousands of people you know all over the united states and the world who all love professional wrestling and enjoy it but we're also very segmented you know we're different than some other fans you know who are football fans or soccer fans or base basketball fans or baseball fans you know yeah. um and so i think too we stick together um we get very protective over each other in this business so to be able to provide a podcast like this for people to listen to and to not feel so alone um is great yeah it, it's a great thing um so what 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 advice would you give to a person that wants the ring announce so for me, uh, it was just taking risks. I, I mentioned just right now being out of your comfort zone. Um, I know none of this would have gotten started if I just didn't go for it, if I didn't uh, start working with a wrestling promotion and just being there for their shows, you know, not always knowing what I was going to do, but still putting myself out there saying, hey, I'm here if you need me whatever you need. And I think this could be um, advice that anyone who wants to get into the wrestling profession can, yeah. can follow because I think there's a lot of similarities um, when it comes to, you know, people who want to break in in any role, you know, putting the FaceTime, literally going to shows, um, helping out wherever you can, um, being able to talk with people in the, in the business and, I've gotten a lot of great advice from wrestlers and sometimes you think, well, they're a wrestler and you're a ring announcer. What kind of advice can they give? But they also see the big picture because they've been trained as a professional wrestler to think about so many factors, not only their performance, but how they interact with the crowd, you know, how they come down the ramp, who their personality and their character is. And so I think they, I've gotten such great, wonderful advice from wrestlers that I've been able to incorporate in my announcing that I don't think I would have ever thought I would find valuable because we're in different roles. Yeah. Um, and then, so I think going to your local shows for sure, 
helping out wherever you can, um, starting to ask questions of the people there, especially the wrestlers. But in this case, if you are wanting to be a ring announcer or a ref, talk to those people, talk to the ring announcer, um, talk to the referee, start to get their advice. Um, but don't also just stick to those roles. Talk to the, uh, you know, the wrestlers. Talk to even the people who help set up the ring um, because they all have really interesting and valuable advice. And then one thing that I've gotten over time too is, is valuable advice is study, um, study your tapes, find people. And, uh, and in this case, announcers that, um, you, that, that draw to you. Um, some of it was natural. So again, I grew up in the attitude era. So there was some announcers that I already, um, you know, was drawn to like a boost Bruce buffer, um, especially in those big main event scenarios. Like I always just remember him announcing and it feeling so special. Um, and, and that's something that I want to replicate in my own style, but still with that, like you said, big presence, but I've also gotten requests. If I, if I had a nickel for every time someone say, Hey, you know that Melissa Santos, why don't you try sounding like her? <laughs> I'd be pretty rich. Um, but only in the, in the most wonderful way. I think Melissa Santos came in in a time in pro wrestling with Lucha Underground where um, Lucha Underground itself was a very different show a very different wrestling product. Yeah. And the way that she came in, very smooth, very slick, uh, not this big overbearing voice, but someone with some grit, um, but still beautiful. And I, I just love it, you know, and I can totally see in this and why anybody would want that. But I've also really tried to replicate a lot of that in my own work because she truly is the modern ring announcer in a way, you know, having the, the total package of the look and the sound and, but still being feminine too. Um, so study your tapes, study the people that matter to you, that are important to you. Um, and, and yeah, put yourself out there. Um, it, it's not really luxurious and glamorous all the time. Um, there's a lot of work that you have to put into it, yeah. but if you find happiness in the little things, whether it's every success that you have, every new show that you work on, every new move that you learn, you know, every, every positive thing that comes out of it, that will help fuel you during the times when you're like, what am I doing? What is this all for? <clears throat> yeah, uh, that's great. Great advice. Too. Um, so um, I want to, I want to thank you for doing this interview with me. I really pr appreciate your time. Yes, absolutely. And thank, thank you for doing this with me. Yeah, no problem, Jordan. Thank you so much for your time. Um, it was great talking with you. Uh, best of luck with continuing the No Pain, No Gain podcast. Um, I think it's an awesome uh, uh, an awesome um, podcast that you're running, um, and, and I'm sure we'll continue to, to hear great things from you. Thank you. Yeah, thank you. Have a great day. You too. This is No Pain, No Gain Wrestling Podcast. See you all, guys.